Hi, everybody. We're just getting it started. We've got the amazing Temperance DeWitt in the house. A lot of you know her because she was the very first person to share her story on My Feminine Heart. Her transition journey is the only one that has been free to watch for everybody from the very beginning. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we got a lot of exciting so, stuff so coming what are you saying? Are you saying I'm a cheap date? <laughs> no. Saying, right? no, I am saying that you were the inaugural episode and your story was so important because you talked about some very serious things and mm. yours. you set the bar for how the rest of our transition journeys were going to go. You set a high bar and then, and it was, and you were the template. And then from there on out, when people were like, okay, I'll, I'll come on the show. I'm like, all right, watch Temperances. <laughs> that's, you know, that's what we're doing. Oh my goodness. We already have some amazing ladies joining us. Miranda Jones is wishing us a good evening. Uh, Christina Napoli, Donna Needles New, Holly Glenn, one of our brand new Diamond Club members. High five. Welcome to Holly. You're joining tonight with some of our founding club and Diamond Club members with you. Uh, so excited to have you all. And I, <laughs> Mike, like, yeah, we're just like, but you're, you're catching us. I was just doing makeup two minutes ago. Temperance is just eating dinner. Like we were rushing to get in front of this computer. <laughs> we really were. Um, oh, and Catherine Invos, hello from New Zealand. Hello, Catherine. We New Zealand. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, That's my goodness. Wonderful. Yeah, we had, well, and we had Romney Sargon, uh, our very first club member to join from New Zealand, joined yesterday. So, oh, wow. yeah, That's we, cool. oh my gosh, Temperance. Well, so when you started, everything was pre recorded. Now that most of our episodes are live, we've had people tuning in from the Philippines, Mexico, down under. We have club members in Alaska, all around the country. I mean, it's just, we are, we're global now. I mean, it's been- Sandra, that is a testament to you and how you really believe in our community and, and really the way that you've helped so many people. The fact that this- Thing that you have created has just grown it, it's it's just it's all due to you and you know I, I just want to thank you so much for all of the women that you've helped and and a lot of my friends have watched the episodes and they say, yeah you know I, I watched that interview with someone and you know I've never thought of that that really helped me so Cassandra you know thank you so much for this I mean this is again a testament to you and oh you're making me blush <laughs> well and you so many women you did this you were the to me you were the bravest because you didn't know what this was going to look like like we did a photo shoot in the fall of 2019 mm -hmm. and we did an interview and i was like i want to enter i'm starting a show it's going to be a video podcast and I want you to come on and tell your story. You didn't get to like, now people get to see you were episode one. This is episode 99. Yes. People get That's to amazing. go. Yes. They get to go and look at like a hundred episodes to see like, okay, what's it like to be on my feminine heart? You didn't have that. 
that you were so gutsy. You were just like, okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll just come on and, and share my deepest, darkest secrets and the hardest trials of my life and cry and laugh. It, 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 was, it was fun. And believe me, it's, it's all worth it. There were some very uncomfortable moments that, that uh, during some, I, I shared a couple of things which were very personal, personal. and uncomfortable. But I mean, you know, it was worth it because, you know, uh, a couple of women, they, they came up to me afterwards uh, in, the, in the following weeks and months. And they said, yeah, so something similar had that happened to me. And it, it's, it's helpful to hear other people talk about it. And it helps me to talk about it as well. Yeah. You know, so it, really, it, that's the power of sharing your story. You showed so many people that what they were going through, that they were not alone. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh and my goodness. We're all, we're all here to help each other and, and lift each other up and support each other. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what this is. That's what this is all about. And so, you know, my goodness, we're, we're jumping in already. Let me officially welcome everybody. Welcome. It's Trans Tuesday, <laughs> my favorite night of the week. Um, if you haven't already heard me say her name 52 times in the last four minutes, we are welcoming Temperance DeWitt. She was, <laughs> she was the very first trans woman to share her story <laughs> on My Feminine Heart, episode one. And because she was the first, her inaugural episode, which you can find on our website, myfeminineheart.com, if you go to um, the Transition Journeys page underneath about our episodes, her entire episode is free. So, so much of what we put out there is free to listen to, but a lot of it is only able to be watched by our club members. But, and every transition journey that we have done since can only be seen by club members. Temperances, you can watch it from beginning to end and, and watch us cry and laugh and all those emotions there. And it's still there on the site if you'd like to see it. Um, highly recommend that you check it out. So what we did is Temperance was the first person to come on the show. And uh, she had, one of the reasons I wanted her on was she'd just come out of work and just come out to her family. Like she literally posted, I'm, I'm coming out at work today. And I'm like, okay, we need to talk and you need to come see me like right now. Um, so everything that she shared was fresh and new. Um, we did record the episode in the fall of 2019. It aired New Year's Day. So I'd say it's been like a year and two or three months since we got together last time. Um, that's that about right. I think, did you come out on the transgender um, day of, it wasn't the day of like you came out on national transgender coming out no no? no no it was um coming out to my mother <clears throat> i remember you know i i knew exactly what i needed to do and i i was absolutely positive that this is what i have to do so it really didn't coincide with any special holiday or anything like it, that it's when it was right for you but it was about about a year and two or three months ago was when it yes. all. So yes. we're so excited for tonight for you to catch us up on, on everything that has happened since. Um, for those of you who are joining us new tonight, who don't know what Trans Tuesday is or My Feminine Heart, we are a sisterhood of all women and anyone with a feminine spirit, like including but not limited to cisgendered women, trans women, gender nonconformists, Anyone who loves sisterhood who may or may not be part of the LGBTQ plus rainbow, this is where we come together. We share our love, our community, 
expertise in helping trans women living their best, most authentic lives. Um, our community features a weekly interactive online talk show with interviews of inspiring trans women and experts sharing their advice in all areas of life and lifestyle from beauty to health, wellness, finance, personal safety, and more. Um, our club members enjoy all the perks of our private Facebook group community and exclusive access to commercial free videos like our transition journey videos. They get to experience private classes and workshops. And they even help guide our content and appear in our episodes live on Facebook, just like tonight. So the reason that I want to share all that is because our membership is open right now. Um, we only open the membership to our sisterhood a few weeks a year. That's it. There's three or four weeks a year where we have an open window where you can join us and it happens to be right now. So if you have ever wanted to join our sisterhood, now is the time our membership closes next Monday. So at the end of the week, February 8th, we are shut down again for several months. Um, and I did want to give people like a sneak peek of the things that are coming up. So if you're debating, is this the right time, not the right time? We have some really neat opportunities for our club members, like that are experiences exclusive to them, classes they get to experience on Zoom, um, episodes and panels they get to show up on Facebook. So coming up later this month, our members are going to be voting on a customized fitness class with Coach Meg on the class that they want to work out the body parts that they want. And then we're all gonna work out together. Uh, next month, we have an elite voice training coach and she is going to come on and give a private voice vocal training class to our members. Um, so if you, that is something that would interest you, jump on in. And one of the things that we have that's gonna be really fun, we have a private chef who is going to be coming on and doing a private cooking class for all of our members. We're gonna drink wine and eat food and cook on Zoom together. It's gonna to be super fun. And our members are gonna vote on all these things. What are the kind of workouts that you wanna do with Coach Meg? What's the kind of meal you wanna cook with a private chef? And then you're gonna appear on screen with us. So if that's something that you'd like to do, now's the time to join. Um, I wanna give one last special announcement about things for this month. So a big shout out to our couple of the month, Janelle and Cindy Crossley. Yay, their story is going to be appearing on the show next week. And then they'll be joining us live together later this month. And another big shout out to our sponsor of the month, our very first ever sponsor of the month of My Feminine Heart. Like this woman has a special crown that we are giving her as the first sponsor of My Feminine Heart, Beth McKinley from Thrivent. So Beth is a really incredible advocate for the transgender community. Mm -hmm. After a 15 plus year career as a donor advisor for a variety mm -hmm. of regional, national and international charities, Beth began her own financial services practice specializing in the needs of the LGBTQ plus community with a special emphasis on helping her, her clients incorporate charitable giving back to the community and charities they love. So we're big fans of Beth and you can find her link on our website, myfeminineheart.com and you can reach out to her on her phone 717-500-3509. So Beth, thank you for supporting us. 
Um, and a real quick check-in with all of our ladies before we begin our interview in case we have any questions. If you have questions for Temperance, if you're a fan, um, please let us know. Oh my goodness, I've got like 50 gals writing in here. You've got, um, wow. Uh, Stephanie Margaret Uber wants to wish you a hello. Bronwyn Drew, Susan Holtz, Erica Fremont, Diane Crow, Kimberly Morris and Tracy Ashley are watching with us. Um, oh my goodness, all these ladies, so many of them are, are club members in our sisterhood. Um, Miranda Jones says, Cass, you're making a difference. Miranda, thank you. I love you. It's good to hear that because you are. She's my heckler. <laughs> she gives me a hard time. Um, we okay. all need one. Yeah. So Bronwyn, I, or um, Temperance, I told you we have a <laughs> member, we have more than one member reach out to me today about how excited they were for you coming on the show. That's, that's wonderful. That's Bronwyn wonderful. in particular was one of them. And I was reading you some of these comments before we came on live. She wants you to know, um, Temperance, you are wonderful. She saw your episode earlier and it was amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Welcome to um, Holly Glenn, one of our brand new Diamond Club members, Chloe Webb. She followed in your footsteps as a sister of the month last November, as did Miranda. <laughs> um, Miranda's commenting on my contouring because we had a contour makeup class last week for our club members. Thank you. That was thanks to Elizabeth Taylor. Um, so we do, we have like makeup classes and then we have really serious stuff that we do. We, we kind of do the gamut on our show. Um, Renee Mitchell, she was one of our first club founders. Oh my, all these ladies are just so excited for you, Monique Tiffany. Um, oh, and, and Beth McKinley, ah, Beth, our sponsor, she's tuning in with us tonight. Thank you so oh, much. Thank you. <laughs> we are, we're so excited yeah. that people like Beth are helping keep this show going and alive. Um, so thank you ladies for tuning in and you know what? Gosh, Temperance, I have so many questions for you. We had, your interview was like well over an hour, I think like an hour and 15. And we talked about your, like your actual HR process at work. We talked about hormones you were on coming out to your family. Like you went, you were like, if you're going to come out and transition, this is how you do it. Like <laughs> you were a very methodical person to be interviewed. It was phenomenal. Well, the, the way I came out, it, it worked for me. That's not to say that, you know, the way I came out is going to work for everyone. I mean, we're all on our unique journey, our unique, unique set of circumstances, family relationships, the way I came out. And, and even at work, it worked for me. And I had to put a lot of thought into exactly how I was going to do it. And I, I wanted to do it in a way which was really beneficial to the person or persons that I wanted to come out to so that they would understand what was going on and what was gonna be happening uh, from now on, like at, at work. Um, I remember it was, uh, it was August of 2019. I had not come out at work, but I was on hormones, <coughs> excuse me, for about two years. There was a fair amount of breast growth at the time. So I, we had a company picnic. I just wore a, um, a t-shirt 
And by that time I was wearing brassiers. I, I was noticed, but no one had actually really said anything to me. By the time I was ready to come out in early November, I, I had been wearing women's clothes for a couple of weeks at the office. And the, the thing was my, my immediate supervisors knew about it as well as HR, they knew about it. Well, come to find out, everybody knew about it. Um, I could raise a huge issue about that, but I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Um, everyone at the office has been very, very supportive of me. I had, um, I had composed this letter and the first thing I stated was, you're, you probably noticed that my attire is uh, feminine now. There's a reason for that. And then I went on to go on to explain what, um, what gender dysphoria, what that consisted of, how that affected me, how long I had been dealing or struggling with this. And now uh, I am on hormones, what the hormones do. I'm in therapy, what therapy does. And now with the support of HR, I am coming out. And I explained exactly what that was. And in the letter, which was mailed, emailed out to the entire office, I uh, included links uh, on, on what gender dysphoria was and being transgender and what that meant. Um, oddly enough, like I said, the, the letter went out to the entire office. By the afternoon, I was getting phone calls from our offices in Dallas and Seattle. And I think there was a, a phone call from Los Angeles. It, it got around the company real fast. And everyone who uh, had read the letter and called me up, <clears throat> excuse me, they, they, were, they were very supportive. They were very happy. I remember one person who called me said, yeah, my, my child is trans. And I, I, I can understand what, what you're going through and you seem like a really good person. And it's, it was led me to believe that my child is now living this beautiful life because they finally accepted it and they're no longer fighting with it. They're no longer fighting with themselves. And it, it was really, I mean, the outpouring of support that I got was, was just absolutely amazing. And um, a good friend of mine who works in the office, she came up to me, she goes, yeah, we knew, we knew. I'm not gonna, I, I think it was HR that kind of let it out, but that's okay. You know, it, it, it all worked out. And, um, you know, I've been transitioning ever since. They call me temperance. They don't call me by, you know, my former male name. 
you know, and it, it's it's great. And I am, you know, <coughs> excuse me, you need to understand how extremely fortunate I am to be working in this type of, of environment. Not all women are this lucky. You know, I, I know of some women, they, they come out at work and five minutes later, security is kicking them out the door. So I am so extremely grateful to be in that environment. And even the owner of the company called me up and said, you know, we are stronger with you than without you. And if I can ever do anything to help you, please let me know. So I, I'm just so very, very fortunate That's to have that in my life. That's amazing. And one of the things I really love that you did is because there's too much information on the internet and there's too much wrong information out there. I love that in your letter, you included mm -hmm. very specific links so that people would know like scientific journals or, or what I think you did scientific journals, right? Like you referenced yes. very reputable sources to explain what it was. The, uh, the, the American Psychiatric Association, and they have a couple of pages on gender dysphoria and um, being transgender and exactly what the clinical terms are, as well as um, a, a person who is suffering or experiencing this, this is what they're experiencing. And the fact that they put it in, in pretty much layman's terms uh, in, in the way that they explain it. So that's why I included those links. Yeah. Now, I didn't realize that your company was a national company. Had you been working with the people around the country who reached out to you or were they just so touched by your story that they were strangers and they reached out to you? Well, um, I, I work in the IT department, um, pretty much the help desk. So I call people all over the country every day to fix their computers, to hook them up to a printer, to solve their Outlook problems. So I'm, you know, I'm a computer girl and I, I speak to people all over the country every day. So I, I was really no stranger to them. At one point in time, I've probably spoken to just about everyone in the company. What floored me is how they even knew about it or got the letter, because that letter only went out to the people in the office. And people were calling me, hey, hey, I heard about this and I heard about what you're doing and, and I'm, I'm really happy for you. And you know, I, I hope everything goes okay. And if you can, you know, call me if you need me or anything. And and the, and the person from, I think it was from Seattle, says, "Yeah, my my child is trans." You know, you're not alone out there. Yeah, I think that your story really reaches out and resonates with so many people. I mean, one of the emails that I got today that I was reading to you. Um, was somebody who, you know, they're a brand new member. They just joined my feminine heart. They watched your story. Like, I think your story is like the, the starter button. Like, okay, I'm, I'm here. I'm going to, I'm going to check out what temperance is story and then, and then explore. And your story resonated so powerfully that she wrote me. She said, she's going to reach out to you. 
Oh, that's and wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for being open to people reaching out who connect with your story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, if anyone wants to email me, chat, talk to me, you know, anything I can do to help another person. I mean, that that's fine. That's what we're all here for. You know, I, I've struggled with this. You know, I, when I was a child, my grandmother was taking care of me. I knew something was wrong, but I didn't figure it out until I was about 45. So I've been there. I've struggled with it. I know what that feels like. And, you know, I now I'm, I'm a completely different person. I know who I am. I know what I have to do. I, I, you know, this is not a choice. And I know that, but you have to choose to be happy. And you have to learn how to handle it in a way which is, is helpful to you and helpful to other people. You can't let this destroy you. You can't let it hurt you. You can't hurt yourself. You, you've got to come to terms with it and you know, you have to deal with it. And, you know, hopefully I, I can help others do that. And if my story helps, you know, then by all means, you know, contact me. Oh, that's so sweet. And, you know, you're resonating with our gals tonight. Miranda Jones says, if we're not here to help each other, then what the heck are we doing? And uh, Chloe Webb is just, yeah, IT. <laughs> I um, so, you know, I, I'm so happy to hear that it's been so tremendous for you at work. When we last checked in, you had just come out to your family, your mom and, and, and brother. Um, at first, we, you know, when we spoke, we thought things were going to, were all clear skies ahead. How has it been with your family since? Um, well, let's just say, um, my sister and her daughter, they're on board with it. Uh, the other half of the family and my mother, well, not so much. Uh, it's only been about 15 months. And, and what I'm really learning from this is that people need time. Because, you know, my, my mother, she's older. It's, I don't think she's ever going to accept this. And I, I, okay, that, that's fine. I, I need to be able to accept that dynamic, but at least I can communicate with her in a way which will help her understand what is really going on. And I remember in December, she called me up because I had to, uh, she'd had to talk to me about something going on with the house or something. And she says, look, and this is a big step for her. She goes, you know, if first she goes, are you still doing that thing? Oh. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Still, still doing that thing. Yeah. Well, listen, look, if, if this is what makes you happy, then, you know, go ahead and do it but I don't want you to have that surgery and say, well, mom, you know, this is something we really need to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. But I really don't want you to have it. And, and that was pretty much the scope of that story. Now, when Mary Jane called her in 
January. Mary Jane is my girlfriend. For um, decades now. For decades. And <laughs> okay. I came out to her and she is still with me. Yay, Mary Jane. We'll get into her in a minute. Okay? Yeah. Okay. But anyway, but anyway um, <laughs> excuse me. So uh, Mary Jane called my mother to thank her for the Christmas presents that she had sent us. And again, my mother uh, went out of her way to tell her the exact same thing. That, um, am I still doing this thing? And that, you know, if, if this is what it takes for me to be happy, then that's fine. Well, Mary Jane and I, we figure, well, that's not gonna last long. She's gonna flip flop on it. Just like when I figured out I was trans, I flip flopped on it too. I accepted it. No, there's no, no way in hell. I accepted it again. You know, I flip flopped as well. Um, she recently called me up and said, yeah, yeah, I, I can't take this. You're, you're my son. You're a man. And that's, that's just the way it is. And I said, well, you know, I, I have to do what I have to do. Um, so I know that she is flip-flopping on it, which I guess, you know, that is definitely to be expected because, you know, like I said, I did the same thing. Um, but, you know, it, what it has really taught me is that I am able to communicate with her in a way which, you know, can help her understand this and she's either going to be on board with this or she's not. I would, I would really much rather have her on board with this than not. I don't ever expect to be considered her daughter. I mean, even for me, that's, that's kind of a stretch and I'm not sure why. As far as my sister is concerned, that's a little more easier um, to take uh, being her sister as opposed to her brother. I can see us maybe going out dress shopping or brassiere shopping, doing things that sisters do. Uh, as far as my mother is concerned, no. And I, I, I'm good with that. Of course, I waffle back and forth on that too, but I have to be good with it. And I have to wake up every morning and be at peace with that. I mean, it, it, it's, it's very important for, you know, our loved ones and our family and our lives to support us, especially in this very difficult subject to understand. But some, sometimes it's not ever going to happen. And it, it's, it's going to take time if it ever happens. Yeah. We've had sisters come on the show where they talk about you know, the research they've done statistically. They're like, this is a, a 10-year process for the people in your life. You know, from really? out, like, you know, 10 oh. years until like they've, they have gone through all their processes where they have mourned their loss, understood what's happening, accepted the new reality. 
Um, you know, it's, it's transition for everybody. Mourning loss, that is key. Um, I think that's what my mother is going through. Um, we are a Hispanic family. I am the youngest. I am my mother's baby, her baby boy. Um, I'm not her baby boy anymore. And I, I think that she is in a way mourning that loss. Uh, I don't know if it's good. I guess that's part of the healing process, part of the understanding process. Uh, it's just gonna take time. You know, your family, they're the ones who have known you the longest. And others, you know, you meet on the street or whatever, they just, they see you as some girl. You know, so it's completely different than, you know, your family and strangers who meet you. And, you know, it just takes time. Yeah. Now, how's Mary Jane doing? You know, I told my mother something uh, about Mary Jane that um, I think my mother wanted her to do something. And I said, no, no, leave Mary Jane alone. Alone, Mary Jane has put up with so much crap from this family. She's put up with so much crap from me. Just let me handle what it was that she needed, you know, that needed to be handled. I think it was, again, something going on with the house. She's in Florida right now uh, with my sister. And, oh. and I'm up here in Delaware just, just minding the store. And, you know, I travel back and forth to Mary Jane a lot, but I mean, I, I guess any couple that goes through this, uh, Mary Jane and I were together, uh, as man and woman for about 33 years before I came out to her. I never married her. Um, that's, that's an entire odyssey in itself. But um, I can hear her <laughs> laughing because I think I think she's watching right oh, now. Um, but I'm just so happy she's somewhere <clears throat> warm. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. So that she's in sunshine in Florida. And uh, so, you know, for any couple to go through this, this is not easy for a woman to stick by that person while they transition, you know, that is, that's extraordinary. <laughs> oh God, don't cry now. Um, that's, it's absolutely extraordinary. And you need to understand that on a daily basis, we, we're redefining our relationship. You know, I, on a daily basis, because of my transition transition, and I am redefining myself, but we as a couple, that redefinition, you know, I can understand why that breaks couples up, but Mary Jane, she, she's still here. And I mean, she, you know, she's a saint because who would put up with this crap who would put up with this you know only someone who just loves this person 
so dearly and can just look beyond all of this other extraneous stuff. So, I mean, all of you, any of you out there in, in a relationship, you know, my, my hat's off to you because it, it's not easy. None of this is easy, especially if you're in a relationship. And, you know, Mary Jane and I, we, we go out dress shopping and she was the one who brought me my first brassiere. Oh. You know, after, after she knew about it and she goes, okay, what size are you now? Okay, let's go shopping. And we, we go out for dress shopping and, you know, she, she tells me at least once a week, she lets me know, I got your back. That's a real partner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. A real partner. And, uh, yeah, I, I know, oh my God, we're gonna get on hormones in a minute, right? Yeah, we can, we can, <laughs> we can take a break. So, so. <laughs> So let me tell you something. Um, I, like unfortunately most of you, have had to deal with a health insurance company. Well, after raising my rates, they decided they weren't going to cover my patches anymore. And that they were going to, well, they were going to cover a much lower dose because they said, oh, the dosage is too high for you. After my doctor prescribed this certain amount. So I, you know, I felt, I felt violated. Yeah, you know, how dare this insurance company dictate to me what dosage I should have. And so and you, you had already been on hormones for a couple of years. Yes, yeah, since um, June of 2017. So, you know, I thought, oh, crap, it's over. I thought that this health insurance company was just going to take it all away from me. Mama wasn't happy. I'm talking about me. <laughs> and the raving bitch I, I turned into for that weekend. And, you know, back to Mary Jane, she got the brunt of it. But she, she stuck with me. At one point, she says, okay, enough is enough. I'm done with this crap. You're, you're going to have to work this out. But she took a lot of crap from me because I, I was terrified that all of this was, was going to end, that this health insurance company was not going to allow me to transition. So... We worked it out, mercifully. Um, I, um, I love how you're being very better clear. to her. Hmm? I love how you're being very clear. This was not doctor ordered. This was not doctor mandated. This was all the insurance company. This that was the you had been on in hormones for years. You found your balance. You found what worked for you. You talked in great detail about your hormones and your transition story journey, like mm -hmm. you know, and the trials and errors it took you to get where where it was right. And then all of a sudden your policy changes. Exactly. And this is, of course, after they've raised the rates. Yeah. Oh, isn't that, isn't that fun? 
but you found you found a loophole, which we're going to share. You found a way to make it work, right, with your hormones. Yeah, I, I still don't quite understand how that worked, but it worked. Um, I wound up getting the dosage that I needed, and I wound up getting up, uh, getting the three months supply that I needed without the health insurance company. And I think I told you about that. Um, yeah, I have the, I have the site here. I'm going to share it. Um, you said it's GoodRx, right? Yeah, it was GoodRx.com and then forward slash save. But you got up here, Estradol, because you put in the search field, uh, the Estradol. So what happened? I got onto the site, which, by the way, Mary Jane told me about. You know, thanks, Mary thanks, Jane. Mary Jane. <laughs> And it, it um, gives you these certain um, choices, like the estradol generic, the estradol, the, the other kind. It gives you the choice of the cream, um, the pills, I think. So I picked what I was used to, and it was the estradol, the generic. And at the... Uh, I'm on, I'm on the 0.1 milligram daily. So, um, I switched, I got all of that information in the correct fields and I, I got the free coupon and I just gave it to the pharmacist. I don't know what they, honestly, how this works. I don't know if you have to join a club. I, I don't know the, the pharmacist, I mean, they know me. You know, name, number, birthday, what I'm taking, all of the other other stuff. Uh, I, I get a text when the prescription is ready. So they know me. And they said, oh, yeah, here, I'll just scan it in for you. But I don't know if it's a club you have to join. But you didn't join a club, right? No, no, I didn't. I just gave them a coupon that I printed out and, and they took it. This is just a site that Temperance and well, Mary Jane found online. This isn't something we're connected or affiliated with. We don't get any money if people sign up and, and I'm sure you can Google other coupon sites too, but we wanted to make sure that people saw from the horse's mouth, like I had an issue, I found the solution, period. And, and again, this worked for me. Uh, again, I, I don't know if it's some type of a club that you have to join. They just took the coupon because they knew me. Yeah. Now, I will say our sisters are giving some feedback here. So Donna wants people to know that the VA and TRICARE are really good about hormones. So if you're one of our sisters who's a veteran going to the VA, I don't know how you can be involved in TRICARE or who they serve, but she says TRICARE works really well. Um, so really, I appreciate you, you sharing that. And that's, you know, that's amazing. You go through this incredible, like one of the biggest things someone can go through in their life. You come out to everybody, you come out of work, you find the hormones at work. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. We're going to change the game on you. I mean, that just, that's horrifying. It really, really is. Um, it's just that, um, it, it just reaffirms that um, hell is a big place. I'm sorry. I've got nothing good to say about 
you know, uh, health insurance companies. But that, again, that's just my personal opinion. Don't take it to heart. Uh, I just, I just I'm hate sure dealing with them. Out there, it sounds like the VA and Medicare take good care of their. That's good. They should. I mean, they, they, you know, our veterans, they, they did so much for our country. They make these huge sacrifices. They should be taken care of. 100%. Undoubtedly, 100%. Absolutely. Temperance, we've got some really beautiful comments that I haven't been able to share as much, but just on the things that you've been saying tonight, Pat would like you to know that she's so very proud of your strength within your own life and in reaching out to support and guide others. She thanks you. Um, a couple of our, our gals on here <laughs> shared that they write poetry about their gender dysphoria and about being trans, and that's one of the coping mechanisms that they've used. And listen, that's very, very good. Yeah. Um, Beth, our sponsor, she wants you to know that the grace you have for yourself and others is just tremendous. Um, yeah. And, you know, in responding to you, Donna's like, I thank God every day that I'm Donna. And I love that you share that, you know, it's just like when you did your transition story, it's not all sunshine and roses. There are ups and there are downs, but this is something you've got to be happy with. No matter if anyone else is happy, you've got to be happy. I, I love that. A absolutely. You know, and this, this being trans, you know, I, I thank God every day I am transgender. The, the amount of personal growth, which is actually required, I believe, is, is just tremendous. And, you know, I, I, I wouldn't wish this on a snake. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. It is the biggest pain in the rear end of my life, but it is also the biggest blessing. You know, the, what I've learned about myself, um, living, I guess, two different lives is kind of a blessing. You know, first living as a man or trying to be a man, and now I live as a woman. That, you know, that is pretty incredible. As, as well. It is so wondrous. It is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, again, I, I, I wouldn't wish this on a snake, but it, it's the biggest, it's also the biggest blessing of my life. And, you know, the amount of the, the kind of people that, you know, I've met on my journey. And I, I think Mary Jane coined it very, very well in, in this community, you know, she has met some of the most beautiful and broken people she's ever met. And, and I think that's true because in, in some way, you know, we as humans are broken in some way, but I mean, in, in order to, you know, to be trans, and what we have faced and how we've struggled in our lives. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we're all broken and in such horrible ways. And, and I know that I, you know, I feel I'm handling my transition pretty well. I'm, I'm able to handle it in a way which is very helpful to me personally, but you know, there, some ways I'm, I'm still 
pretty broken. You know, you're reminding me of one of my favorite phrases and I send out emails every week and at the bottom of each email, I put like a little special quote and this was one of them. And it's, you know, it's, it's okay to be a glow stick because when it's, when we break that we light up and shine. Absolutely. And when we're broken or going through such a horrible time, that's when we really find out who we are. It's what we find out what we're made of and it for me i mean it 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 just gives me focus it just helps me to concentrate more on this journey knowing who i am and who i need to be and so i everything with me is usually pretty positive and i think you have to be positive in order just just to be able to do this and and it really helps out a lot you know and one of the things I love about you is how much you take time to celebrate you um we've done multiple photo shoots together and I want to share that because you don't just go the normal photo shoot route like you kind of go they're really special um and I found some old footage so I don't that I've never even showed you um so I'd like to I want to share some some pictures one of the things I really want to share um is hold on let me let me grab this here one of the things I'm I'm really excited about (laughs) is uh temperance you don't just go to a photo shoot you go all out with your costumes like you make it really special um and you know and one of the things about being being temperance do it is um you know you you have this love of the victorian era and um hold on (laughs) hold on this is um i loved seeing this we were like planning out one of your we were planning out one of your shoots here, like looking at a view. So we had found this place that um, that I've done multiple shoots at, but it was special for you because um, it mimicked Stonehenge. And I know you have, this was like your Outlander dress. So you had done this well, special costume to kind of, this was right. Wasn't this one of them where it was featuring like the show of Outlander? It's, yes, yes. Well, that one in particular, oh, I, actually, but I have... Uh, several Outlander dresses, um, because just because I, I love that period in history, and, and it really gives me a, a good appreciation of the women of yesteryear, just how, what they had to wear, and how long it takes just to get in an outfit uh, what it takes to wear an outfit like that, that dress weighs about 10 pounds. And then what it takes to get out of a dress, it, you know, the women of yesteryear, you know, I, I have so much respect for them. Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, it, it really, um, who, really gives me an insight. Who makes the dresses for you? You have a special seamstress, right? Let's give her a shout out. Yes, I, I have my, my own dressmaker. Her name's Julie Elizabeth Johnson, and her company is uh, Originals to Remember. And she made that outfit for me. She made that skirt, and actually that skirt is interchangeable with a couple of other outfits. 
she made that jacket for me, uh, the hat I bought online, but she has made me hats as well. And I, I gotta tell you, she's, she's the absolute best because the, her garments are well made. They're gonna last me a long time. And they're just absolutely beautiful. Her attention to detail is absolutely incredible. Yeah, one of the things that that I love is that you don't just get to be your living your most authentic self is you found a way to live your most authentic period when you want to. <laughs> you know. Absolutely. You're so yeah. happy in these I just picked out the photos where you're like really so crazy happy. Um and yeah, what it, I it, it's crazy, isn't it? I I just love doing this. And what's wild is wasn't this shoot didn't weren't we surrounded by hundreds of teenagers? Like right mm -hmm. here. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we did this shoot at the Hershey Hotel and it was like prom or home homecoming. It was homecoming. And like every teenager that lived in Hershey PA had descended on the back of the Hershey Hotel. We're, you know, and we weren't expecting that. So here temperance is like, I don't know, if, are people gonna bother me because I'm in this beautiful dress, but it's kind of a period piece. Are they going to wonder, or like we shooting a film or something? And then we're just surrounded by like 400 teenage girls in their ball gowns. And they're all- yeah, it was great. Yeah. And they were cool about it too. They were, it was really fun. It was really fun. One of the things that, um, that I'm really excited about is that you braved doing um, a boudoir shoot. And I love doing boudoir. I find them to be such empowering experiences for my clients. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. Um, so this was, you've done several shoots with me. First, we photographed at conferences. We've done several on location. I've taken you, I even, I don't even, I didn't even show the photos tonight, but I took you to like an inn that was like a historic inn for an mm -hmm. outdoor shoot once. But yeah, he, that was great. Um, you know, I want to talk to people who, if they've ever dreamed about boudoir, what made you want to do boudoir? The, um, I guess the concept of it just seems to me so very, very feminine. And it, it, it's also just plain and simple reaffirming. And when I was doing this photo shoot, I just felt so good about myself because I mean, if you knew what I looked like 20 years ago, you never ever would have guessed that this is me now. Now also please take into consideration, I've, I've been on hormones for uh, nearly two and a half years now. Uh, they have done a great job on me. I, I have never ever experienced any adverse um, uh, effects from them, but it, it, this is just so reaffirming to and, put yourself in that situation. And for your body, you have not gone down the surgery or procedures route yet. All the changes you've experienced have been from hormones, correct? Um, there's been a lot of hair removal, uh, electrolysis and laser, but, um, for the most part, it's all, it's all hormones. I've got um, nice, decent sized breast development. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm glad you brought that up because um, last week sometime I had, um, 
I had put on this nice black bodysuit and I, I wanted to see myself in the mirror and I have definitely noticed uh, a change. My, my hips are a little curvier. My butt is a little curvier. Definitely there's breast growth. Uh, so, you know, the hormones, they, they ju they've just done such a wonderful job with me. And it, again, I am just so very lucky to be on this journey because I, I know a lot of women, they, they get on hormones and they either have to stop or they start having issues. And, you know, I like to think that what I'm having is the dream transition because it's just going so well for me. I'm so happy. I'm, just, I'm just so lucky that, it, that it's happening that way. Well, and I love, you know, some of the pictures I chose to show here um, were changes in outfits and changes in props. And you had fun with it too. Um, I love this. <laughs> I care. <laughs> Could you remind me why you wanted to do this like Beanie Baby Curious George thing? <laughs> I just thought it was cute. It is. It's just adorable. To just read to my little friends. And yeah. You know, I, I just thought it was cute, especially while wearing a a red silk nightgown. It was kind of uh, uh, almost kind of ironic, but it was, I thought it worked. It did. And, you know, I think it really showed your full personality. And I mean, you really thought about like, like your cigars. I see you post, like, I know when you're having a relaxing day because you do a picture with your cigars. <laughs> I think that yeah. is that, yeah. yeah, that's one of my vices is um, cigars and whiskey. That right there is one of my favorite. Yeah. I, I thought that came out um, very, very well. But I mean, you got to admit, you know, I was definitely inspired because you are a great photographer and you are definitely able to bring this feeling out in me. And it, it just, it, it just made the entire experience. Just, you know, the way, uh, you know, you take your photos and how you position me and just your, the manner in which you communi communicate, you know, you're a great photographer and you are great to work with. And I would not look this good with it, uh, unless you were taking these photos. You, you, you know, you gotta remember, it takes two to tango. Without you, I would not have looked that good. I think you Definitely would not have been affirming. But I, 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 you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity to show people how much you celebrate you. Um, and for anybody who, you know, they dream of doing a boudoir shoot, but they're nervous or they don't think that they could, do you have any advice for them or anything that you can share? I believe it is well worth the trouble, well worth the anxiety perhaps, because in the long run to, to see yourself in, in that setting, it certainly goes a long way in, in helping you make this journey 
Uh, and like I said, it, above all else, it's it's affirming. I, I think she feel good about yourself. And I think that we shot that about maybe a month or so away from your one year anniversary of coming out at work and to your family. Like it was about a year later. Yes, yes. It, it was um, October of last year. Yeah, yeah. That's right, because we shot it through COVID. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yeah. I was masked and we were socially distanced. Yep, <laughs> yep. Um, and so, and where you're, where you're seeing these shoots, so when I do boudoir, that's not at a conference, because I will do them at conferences for people in their rooms. But when I do them locally, I go to a historic hotel um, in the next county that is just beautiful. And you saw it's like exposed brick and it's like an arty it, hotel. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. And it's, it was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, we were lucky to get that room too, because there was a lot of room in there, enough room to move around. And it was just absolutely beautiful. It was a good choice. And that, you know, and la that night, I think you treated yourself to a steak dinner, right? Oh my God. I wolfed down that steak dinner. It was so good. Pricey. But I didn't <laughs> care. You know, you it was good. I enjoyed myself. You had, you were like, what? You were in training. Like you were a serious athlete and were in training for that shoot too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, my girlfriend and I, we, um, we're gym rats and we definitely take care of ourselves and we have to wear our masks when we go workouts and you know you, you just have to take care of yourself uh, a lot of people won't or they just don't care so you you definitely have when you go out you just wear the mask just you got to take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it for you just go out wear the mask just yeah. do it so you have so many comments coming in about how happy you look, how gorgeous you look, how much they love the dresses, how amazing the shoot is. But we do have one question from it. What is your brand of cigar? All of them. <laughs> Which was the one from the photo shoot? Um, okay, so the one from the photo shoot uh, was uh, from a company, Drew Estates. And that cigar, uh, was called the Year of the Rat. So Drew Estates, Year of the Rat. That's the one that I took with me on the photo shoot. I love Drew Estates. I like AJ Fernandez. They put out wonderful cigars. Perdomo, they also put out pretty decent cigars. Those are really the big three for me. And um, I remember when I was up in Canada, I managed to get my hands on some Cubans. And I think the name was, was Diego Pierdera. But I usually can't get those here in the US. So um, yeah, that was a, it's a very highly rated cigar, the, the year of the rat. That's, that's amazing. I, am, I love how like you've gone from giving all this advice, like how to come out at work, how to find, you know, coupons for your hormones. And it comes down to the year of the rat. <laughs> um, Temperance, I just, I want to thank you so much for your time tonight, for your unwavering honesty in the interview that we shared last year and tonight. You were always so raw and emotional and open with our audience. And it's such a gift. And you are such a gift to all of us. Um, 
you know, for anybody who, you know, if you're listening to, to this interview tonight for the first time, know that you can go to our website, myfeminineheart.com and listen or watch um, Temperance's story for free. And I, I highly recommend because if you thought she was honest tonight and really opened herself up tonight, wait till you see that interview. I mean, she really shared some amazing personal things and I think it's a must. Yeah. yeah. So Temperance, yeah. thank you. Thank you so so very much. And I encourage you to go and look at, um, all right, we have one last question. And then I, 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 I literally, you have to go into the chat and then see all the comments that have been coming in. But somebody would like to know, Temperance, I love your hair. Is that your own or are you wearing a wig? Um, and I'm, I'm asking you this because I know the truth. <laughs> yeah, this is my own hair. And I have hair clips on it right, right now. So, yes, this is my own hair. And something for people to know is you had long hair long before you transitioned. Like you're, you're a musician, like people may not know that. I, and I see so many people that have the connection between being computer IT people are also musicians, like your minds are wired the same way. Um, so yeah, um, you know, Temperance has like that arty musician hippie vibe going on, I feel sometimes. So she's able to, <laughs> yeah, like, I always picture you like, you know, on the drums or something. Like, don't you do like big kettle drums? Like, yes. Yeah. I, I play drums and percussion, the kettle drums, um, all of, uh, all of the percussion instruments. I I've been playing in, uh, in an orchestra, uh, in Prince George's County, Maryland, the PG Philharmonic. And I came out to them last year um i sort of used the same letter that i used at work just uh used it um just changed a couple of things around uh the conductor was on board the other musicians were on board with it um i uh, actually played the concerts the ones that we did have as temperance i had on my little black dress and uh we got a, a photo of me um, maybe, maybe I can post it for you. I'm playing this big, huge bass drum. Okay. And my little black dress and heels. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, this needs to be, I need to rethink this because <laughs> it's, um, looked kind of unladylike, but I, I you know, I, I was getting it done. It was, it was a huge bass drum that I had to play. And, you know, normally for, I was in that, I've been in that orchestra since I was 15. And um, so I came out, um, I guess I was 56, 55 or 56. And they, and they were good with it. And now I'm, I'm playing in little black dress. Okay. Yes. Please send me that photo. I will put it um, in the email so that I send out. Okay. If you're I'll not on my you. email list, you need to get on my email list. Email me info at because I send an email out every Tuesday and I was actually going through my email list contacts today. If you are not getting emails from me, but you signed up, check your junk spam folder and look for, you know, do a search in your email for CassiaCassandraStorm.com, Trans Tuesday, My Feminine Heart, and your email should be popping up. But yeah, so send that to me. I will email it out. I so will. I'll yeah, find I it. I love that idea. 
Um, so, oh, and you know, you have so many people that are just saying, thank you. We love your sense of humor. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Um, you know, just, oh my gosh, the kudos that are coming in and thank you as well. I temperance, you are amazing. You're such a gift. I thank encourage, you. Thank encourage you. everyone to go and check out her story. Um, just updates for everybody for next week. Next week, there is no live episode for Trans Tuesday. We are airing Janelle and Cindy Crossley's Journey of Transition. And for those of you who don't know Janelle and Cindy, Janelle was the inaugural winner of the um, Kira Christine Award this past year. And that's, that's an amazing thing. We're so excited. She's a huge advocate recognized um, regionally and, and nationally for the work that she does in the trans community. Janelle and Cindy have been married for over 40 years and their marriage dates back to, you know, an era where there was no internet, no support groups, no, no sources, no resources for them to understand what Janelle was going through with her gender dysphoria. And that's, and that's wonderful. So they, their story airs next week. Unlike Temperance's, which is free to watch, only club members will be able to watch that. And you're going to want to see it because pictures, I, I share pictures in our, our stories. They pop up through the movie. Um, they're really special. I do make them available for everyone to listen to for free. So if you're not ready to join us and be a club member, you will be able to listen next Tuesday night. If you're a club member, that airs next Tuesday, eight o'clock. And then the following week, they'll be coming on live to join us live with the Crossleys. So they're a fantastic family. We're really excited to have them. Um, for everybody else, if you, you know, um, would love to be a part of our club, being able to have exclusive access to watch these shows, being a part of creating our content, voting on the things that we're going to have on our show and appearing on screen yourself, come join us. We're only open for a handful of days, really a year. And this week happens to be one of those weeks. Um, after February 7th, we shut our doors and we won't be open again for months. So you will miss out on so much. You can sign up through our website, email me, message me here through Facebook. We will get you in. Um, love you all so very much. We will see you again live in two weeks. And have a fantastic week, everybody. Stay warm and safe with the snow if you're up here in the north like we are. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Thank you. And, and again, if I can, if I can, um, if I can help someone, just please feel free to reach out to me. You can find Temperance Temperance Dewitt on Facebook. You can find her there. Thank you, Temperance. We hope to have you, you back again soon for more updates in the future. Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. Have a great night. We love you. Never miss a single podcast by signing up for our newsletter at myfeminineheart.com.